Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and God is here waiting on us to come together, because when we come together in his name, he's here in our midst to do marvelous things. Amen? He has done marvelous things, and marvelous things he continues to do. We have a wonderful God, a powerful God, a great God. And no matter what has happened all week long, he's greater than all of it. Amen? He's greater than all of it. No matter what may have happened that pleased us or maybe something didn't please us, well, he's greater than it all. And he welcomes us into his presence into the assembly of the saints, the fellowship of the body of Christ. We want to thank the Holy Spirit for gathering us all together in Jesus' name that we might give him the glory, the praise, and the honor. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity. We ask you to come and reign over us. We ask you, Lord, to assemble your saints together that we might give you praise, glory, and honor. We thank you for every opportunity that you give us to spread the gospel, to encourage the hearts of the saints, and to win souls to Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for that. Not to us, not to us, but to thy name be the glory. We thank you, Lord, and we humble ourselves before you, and we say we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord, with all of our hearts. And we seek to obey you. And we thank you for the strength to obey. Amen. A special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian, Protestant, non-denominational, international church founded in the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. And we extend that love to you. We extend the love of God to you. We encourage everyone to join us in our chat room. And our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is miracleinternetchurch.com. That's miracleinternetchurch.com. And when the page comes up, if you're on a laptop or a tablet, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. On the banner, click that link. And when the page changes, click guest. When it changes again, enter your name, one of the names that's on your birth certificate, and your greeting to the saints, and the saints will greet you. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you're on a cell phone, you may do similarly. Use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up across the banner, you'll see three white lines against a black background. 
click the three white lines and it will open up all the other links to you. Choose MIC Radio Chat and follow the directions that you just heard. Amen. We welcome you one and all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and his kingdom. Praise God. So we want to thank God that we have made it through yet another day and another week in his kingdom. Amen. And we're still saved. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. And Heavenly Father, we lift up to you those that backslid this week, wherever they may be in the world. We ask, Father, that you you bring them back, fold in Jesus' name, because the Bible says you're married to the backslider. So we ask you, Father, to reach for them, reach for them by your spirit, by your word. We ask, Lord, that you send proper witnesses across their path. <laughs> Fitting witnesses across their path, Father, that they might have an opportunity to interact with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, with the good news that you sent from heaven. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Um, I want to talk a moment about an FYI uh, that I placed in the chat room earlier. And it has to do with our event that we're going to do uh, this coming October at the very end of the month. I want to thank all of you who are making preparation, who have begun to do prayer, concerning uh, the young people that we will share the gospel with through tracks and candy when they show up. We want to thank you. I want to thank you for your enthusiasm. I want to thank you for trusting the Lord. I want to thank you for walking in faith concerning this. You know, the Bible says he that winneth souls is wise. And so we need to put some seed out there. We need to do our part. Yes, we pray. Yes, we fast. Yes, we do all of these things. But you know, sometimes you have to put hands and feet to your prayers. Amen? So we're going to do our part. And I know that the Lord will bless us. He's already told me that he's going to do just that. He's not going to let our efforts fall to the ground. He's going to bless us. And there will be a harvest that comes from the effort that we do. Amen? So I want you to be encouraged because the enemy is going to come with what I call dumb stuff. Just dumb stuff. Dumb stuff to discourage you. Dumb stuff to get you off the track. Don't let him get away with that. You know, the day before, you eat something. The day of, You have an upset stomach the whole day. Now, you know you've eaten that same dish your whole life. Amen? You've eaten that dish your whole life, and on that day, all of a sudden, your stomach gets upset. That's the devil, okay? It's not the dish. It's not your stomach. It's the devil. 
shall take authority, dominion, and power over the dumb stuff that the devil will do. Because he will. He doesn't want you to get this enthusiasm and this life and this zest for seeing people come into the kingdom. Amen? He doesn't want to do that. You to get on fire for God this way. But he's not going to stop this because we're not going to let it. Amen? So I want to thank you for your willing participation. I want to thank you for your willingness to listen to the Holy Spirit and obey him. I want to thank you for praying for the souls to come and praying that they will receive the word of God. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your sacrifice on Calvary that made all of it possible. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And if you haven't read the FYI, it's up there in the chat room. Amen. Amen. You shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Hmm. Heavenly Father, thank you for your truth, which makes us truly and completely free. As your servants, we will walk in the amazing spiritual freedom and the glorious liberty that you give to your children. And we will stand fast in the liberty Christ has given to us, and we will never again be entangled with any yoke of bondage. Where your spirit is, Lord, there is liberty. And because this is true, we determine to walk in the spirit of the way. As we walk in the spirit, the lust of our flesh will not be fulfilled and you will lead us. Thank you, Lord God, for calling us to freedom. We will use our wonderful spiritual freedom to serve others through love. Your powerful word is the law of liberty in our lives, Lord. And we will continue to walk in your word and in the perfect liberty it gives to us. With your help, we will be doers of your word, Heavenly Father, and not just hearers. The power of your gospel and the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have set us free from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. We're free indeed of all sin, guilt, and fear. Thank you, Father. Oh, Father, you have given us total spiritual freedom. Whereas once we were bruised and scarred by sin, now we are free enjoying your healing and deliverance in every area of our life. Your Holy Spirit is upon us, and you have anointed us to proclaim your gospel, to heal the brokenhearted, to minister your deliverance, and to give sight to the blind. Through the power of your Spirit, Lord, we will be able to lead others into freedom. Thank you for full spiritual freedom, our Lord and our God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, 
We so look forward to this time. We know that we won't be passing out those tracks by ourselves because we've invited you to come with us and to do it with us, Lord, because we enjoy doing things with you, Lord. We enjoy being with you and enjoying your fellowship and your companion and the comfort of the Holy Spirit. So we want to thank you, Lord, that you'll be coming with us. You'll be answering the door with us. We won't be by ourselves at all. No, not at all. There'll be countless angels everywhere. Why? Because we're there together, and your spirit will be right there in the midst, Father. And it'll be wonderful, just wonderful. Thank you, Lord, for the wonderful that's coming our way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the holy name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the wealth of your spirit and freedom and liberty in Jesus Christ. No more bondage, Lord. Glorious liberty. We want to thank you and we give you the praise. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for the peace of God resting on your people, Father, in Jesus' name. We ask you, Father, to forgive us of our sins, all of us, each of us individually. We repent and we, re- and we turn from our wicked ways by an act of our will. We ask you to help us in this process, Lord. We forgive all who have offended us in any way, Father, and we release them from any guilt or shame they may be experiencing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Freely we have received forgiveness from you, and freely we give it to others. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We cast all of our care on you, Lord, because we know that you care for us. Thank you. You love us passionately. You are our shepherd, and we shall not want. You supplied all of our need according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus, our Lord. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Thank you, Lord. So we cast all of our cares upon you, and we cast down every imagination and every high thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and brings every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for divine health. We thank you, Lord, that by the stripes of Jesus, we have been healed. Thank you, Lord, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And Father, in the name of Jesus, From our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, 
plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan. That's what we're going to do. We're going to take, you know, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and we're going to take it by force. We're going to take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We take authority, dominion, and power over forced feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crime, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulate modern technology. Electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. We bind all sources of witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, all reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar, electronic, digital, technology demons, and their attacks. Leviathan spirits and their attacks. All brainwashing, kundalini spirits and their attacks. Water and marine spirits and their attacks. Sex devils and their attacks. Unclean spirits and their attacks. Passive devils and their attacks. Pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence spirits, smart dust, all sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, drone and whoredom spirits and their attacks. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, the seducer and their attacks. We bind all hypnotic trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, all 5G and components, everything coming from outer space against us. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ and send it back from whence it came. Anything coming from any planet, any uh, orbit, any satellite, station erected on any planet, we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ and we send it back from whence it came in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over what the military considers to be alien powers and bind that in the name of Jesus. We send it right back through the portal from whence it came in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord, that you made heaven and earth. Thank you. You made heaven and earth. We give you praise, glory, and honor for it, Father. We take authority, dominion, and power over anything that might be being beamed to us, and we send the beams back where they come from in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind anything coming through the cell towers. 
ushered in through any electronic pulsing in the name of Jesus, and anything coming through our devices in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority over what the devil thinks he masters, and we bind it in the name of Jesus. We send it back against him. It's his problem. Let him enjoy it in Jesus' name. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. And we return all of these attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. Oh, Lord, thank you for all the power that you have given us over all the power of the enemy. We take authority, dominion, and power over brainwashing and kundalini spirits and their attacks and the psychic abilities of kundalini demons in Jesus' name. All water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone spirits in the name of Jesus, and all of their attacks, sorcery devils, even informational, bewitching sorcery devils in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. And all of their attacks against our minds and our holy belief system in Jesus' name. We bind all artificial intelligence, seducing, womanizing, boredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, the seducer and their attacks, all targeted radio frequency, pulse weapons, hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, Indigenous group. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over occultism, hypnotism, even hypnotism and mesmerization through our cell phones, and we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over addiction to technology, and we bind the addiction. We break the power of the spells in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the power of the spells in the name of Jesus Christ. We release the power in the name of Jesus against every hypnotic spell in Jesus' holy name. Father, we ask for your adjudications through the righteous judge on persons that all they can do is look at their cell phone all day long. Look at their cell phone when they're driving. Look at their cell phone when they're supposed to be relating to their family members or relating to others. We break the enchantment now in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We bind the demons responsible, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We break their grip and hold on the mind. We break their grip and hold on the mind in the name of Jesus Christ. We break their grip and hold on the mind in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the deadliness of their deception in Jesus' name. We bind the death spirits that come with the deception in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind every cabal. We bind every coven of witches, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, divinators, liars in the name of Jesus. We bind covens of thieves. We bind covens of thieves, and even in the government, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the swamp, in the name of Jesus. We bind Polynesian witchcraft in the name of Jesus. We bind Polynesian witchcraft in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the power of every totem pole in the name of Jesus Christ and what it represents in Jesus' name. We declare that Jesus Christ is Lord over the Philippines in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. We take authority, dominion, and power over every global cabal in each of those groups, including the UN, the WHO, the WEF, and all of the participating groups in what is umbrellaed under the Illuminati. We bind each group and their mantras and their directed and their wickedness and their agendas and their plans for government control everywhere. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send your wickedness back on your own head in the name of Jesus. We return it to you. It's yours and not ours. We resist you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We bind all Morgellons attacks. We bind all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. And we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal form, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. 
We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the American culture and every culture there is. Seems like that one has gone worldwide anyway. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, and low levels of dopamine. To the power of the air, we return this power to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils. We bind We bind all satanic worship and witchcraft dedications and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in Jesus' name. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, Defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind, food, lust, addictions, gluttony. And we return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vows, root work, and all sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights. Returning to sender, all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website and the app. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority and return to sender. All Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, jujus, hexes, vexes, spells, and such in Jesus' name. Nigerian witchcraft, uh, shaman and witch doctor witchcraft. We return to them in the name of Jesus Christ. All tribal witchcraft, Chaldean witchcraft, Spanish witchcraft. We return it all, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. We We are breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. We're binding superficial religious acts. We're binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, and folk magic spells, binding the demons of energy, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, and magical patterns, even in numbering, binding synchrony, binding and caging Poseidon, Neptune, and all the other water and marine demons, stripping them of their crowns and their powers 
in Jesus' name, transferring them to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Take authority, dominion, and power. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make Believe, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscopes, the spirit and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness and send you into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. You are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilek, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and all goddesses, Osiris, Isis, On, deities, all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. We chain you all with eternal chains under darkness, and we send you into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the work, uh, and, demo- and all of the demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals. And we r- return their afflictions to the workers of witchcraft and their pagan sources. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over witchcraft and occult activity done on our property against our garages, against our garage doors, against our cars, when we're driving down the street, going through intersections, on the highway, leaving our place of employment, going into the parking lot. We thank you, Lord, that those that have come to do us harm will see us being escorted by big, powerful, mighty angels with their swords extended against them in the name of Jesus Christ, with their fiery swords extended against our enemies in Jesus' name, and they will feel the sword in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you and we give you praise. Those that sit in the parking lot and plot to do evil to your children, those that walk past us and brush against us, 
to do the magic touch. Let them feel the fire of God hit them whenever they sin again. When they set entrapments and lures and snares for us, Lord, let those very things close in upon them, Father, in the name of Jesus. When they try to entrap us in conversation, we thank you for breaking through in Jesus' name. Father, those that have separated from our company and they are still sending witchcraft powers against us, we ask you to return the powers from whence it came in the name of Jesus. They conjured it up. Let them have it in the name of Jesus. We thank you for sowing and reaping being in full effect. All those that have manufactured voodoo dolls and other such implements against your people, let it become them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Let their devices work against them in the name of Jesus Christ. You have given no mandate for anyone to do any such thing at any time to anyone. So since this is illegal activity in the supernatural realm, we condemn it. And we call for the judgments of the righteous judge against all such activities in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, there's some little child that wants to get this certain costume for Halloween. We ask, Father, that you intervene so it doesn't happen in Jesus' name. Guard their hearts, Father, with the blood. We bind their disappointment in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we ask that you begin to eradicate the mask, the mask and the costume and the paraphernalia that goes with Halloween. We thank you, Lord, for putting asunder, bringing to asunder the production evil work in Jesus' name. Lord, we declare it to be illegal from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus for such paraphernalia to be produced, Father, in the name of Jesus. While a Christian child cannot wear a T-shirt to school saying, that there are only two genders, that you only made two genders, 
male and female, quoting the scripture. Father, we thank you, Lord, that they will begin to ban the costumes from school in Jesus' name. If Christian children cannot wear Christian T-shirts that simply give a scripture or their view unless they're being sent home, then they can no longer, we ban, we bind all the costuming that they want to do for their so-called holiday in Jesus' name. Father, we ask that you send out your forces and your army against all such in Jesus' name. That you can't, Christian children can't post anywhere that they believe that there are only two genders, male and female. Yet, the ungodly flourishes. We thank you, Father, for the termination of such flourishing. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. All of a sudden, all of the the plants that produce food for us, milk for us, chickens for us, they're all burning up. But nothing that produces Halloween costumes has been set ablaze yet. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over the day of the dead as well, in Jesus' name. This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the layer of the sins. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, foolishness of our own opinions, and we bind being misled. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin, and we renounce and denounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We take authority, dominion, and power over every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, pact. We bind the rituals, the vows, the ceremonies, what they mean, the demons that are attracted. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grips, Freemasonry, and the work of all the associated organizations in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. We give you the glory. 
we give you the praise. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of slumber. Lord, any wickedness that's been left outside or near our home for releasing your angels to deal with it and to deal with the perpetrators in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. The covenant says we have this, and we agree with you. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief and whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over every demon and entity that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send them back from whence they came in the name of Jesus. As we opened our computer or our web pages, whatever that may be, whatever demons came through a portal and came across the computer lines, we bind you, we send you back through the portal and close it behind you and forbid you to ever attempt to enter again in Jesus' name. Go right back where you came from. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for Rikisa, cutting our phones free from the enemy. Father, we thank you for cutting our phones, our cell phones, our, our landlines free from the enemy. No longer will they tap into our calls or into our emails or into any else that's our business, not into our mail, not into our surveillance devices. Father, those of us that need to install uh, surveillance cameras on our property, so that we can catch the perpetrators doing their evil, prompt us and enable us to do so, Father. And we ask for you to oversee the work in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord. Our homes are holy ground. Our homes are holy ground. Our homes are holy ground in Jesus' name. Your holiness is in our homes whenever we're there because you live in our vessels. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Nobody comes to heaven and attacks the pearly gates. And nobody comes to our homes and attacks them with witchcraft. As in heaven, so in earth, in Jesus' name. Reka kure, ishara de okura, rala la diosundera breke de diosura, ishara de diosula la diaka. The same judgment that is released, should any demon attempt to enter through the pearly gate, is the same judgment that is released. Whenever any demonic entity, any ungodly, unclean entity attempts to uh, come near our property in Jesus' name. We declare it from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Father, the Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for Zechariah 2 and 5. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and over our homes as well. For kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted or left behind in Afghanistan or some other place. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for releasing your judgment against all those who violate our property in Jesus' name. We thank you, the righteous judge, for his adjudication against all those who violate our property in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Father, we cover ourselves and our means of transportation with the blood of Jesus Christ. We take an authority, dominion, and power over animals, demons, other entities, objects, poor driving habits, and all that would cause us problems in the roadway, in Jesus' name, in the airway, in the water, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over demons of the night and day. Bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. And we command them to stay away. We thank you, Lord, that your giant warrior angels protect us day and night. And and the holy ground. Amen. And we thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. Thank you for your protection. We release the benefits and blessings of Psalm 91 over all the members of Miracle Internet Church in Jesus' name. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo pins, 
curses and anything else coming from the enemy. And we send it right back from whence it came. You gave them no such order, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you have released the angelic host against those who come to persecute and to torment and injure your children in Jesus' name. We thank you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. We thank you. We destroy, we cut, we sever, we set ablaze all ungodly silver cords and ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy, we tear down, we blow up walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and such. We take authority, dominion, and power over Ophelia. We bind the eye of the hurricane. In We take authority, dominion, and power over the manipulation of the weather in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bind it. We chain it with eternal chains under darkness. We send it into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. Father, we release those scriptures that we use against tornadoes, hurricanes, and all such uh, atmospheric mayhem in Jesus' name. And we send it back from whence it originated in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we cover the East Coast with the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you for stationing your angels in strategic places to protect life, limb, and property in Jesus' name. Father, we push back against the work of the enemy. We push back against the work of the enemy. We push back against the work of the enemy. We push back against the work of the enemy with the word of God and the power in the name of Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus over every single life in those areas, Father, in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over fear. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind it out of the mouths those in the news media, as they must do their job, we take authority, dominion, and power over the fear that is released over the people, over the worry and panic that is released over the people. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. No, you will not have your way in Jesus' name. We push back against you in the name of Jesus we push the name of Jesus back against you. The Bible says, what time I am afraid, I will trust in the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit comforting the people in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind the winds and the water destruction of Ophelia in Jesus' name. 
Lord, we ask that you cool down that water so it has no place to stir up in Jesus' name. Peace be still in Jesus' name. We break the power of curses, hexes, vexes, charm spells, love spells, witchcraft, bewitchments, death, potions, psychic thoughts, all curses, psychic prayers, fetishes, charms, spells, destruction, sickness, pain, and torment, all psychic powers and warfare, ungodly blessings. Incense and candle burnings, incantations, crystals, root works, hoodoo, sorcery spirits, bewitching spirits, tribal rituals and sins. We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. And we break your power of operation on the planet in Jesus' name. We send back from whencever it came all hatred, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry. Sorcery, a evil devil, blindness, bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate. We bind you in Jesus' name. We bind the magic touch in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Satan, we bind your interference. These children will have the opportunity to receive Jesus Christ. We bind your interference in Jesus' holy name. Father, we thank you and we give you praise in the name of Jesus Christ. Everybody said amen. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 62. And our verse for medi- our verses rather for meditation come from Psalm 60. Psalm 60 verses 16 through 17. Our featured ebook is Magical Portals of Narnia. Amen. Praise the Lord. So tonight, saints, we're going to talk about this subject. God changes things. God changes things. Amen? God changes things. And he does. And he does. Amen. Galatians. Chapter 3, beginning with verse 6. Galatians, chapter 3, beginning with verse 6. Galatians, New Testament, chapter 3, beginning with verse 6. 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Galatians. Amen? Amen. Beginning with verse 6. And it reads thusly, even as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him 
for righteousness. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. They which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. Seeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preach before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. So then, they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. They which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, Cursed is every one that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident. For the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. And the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. Verse 13, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Amen. Justification is basically the establishment of a right relationship between man and God. Justification is basically the establishment of a right relationship between man and God. Due to the sinfulness of human nature, mankind is separated from God. Mankind, left to his own devices, has no possibility of his being delivered from sin and reconciled to God. As a demonstration of God's grace and love toward mankind, however, God, through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, has made this deliverance and salvation possible. This new relationship with God and man is dependent upon obedient faith. This new relationship with God and man is dependent upon obedient faith. Thereby, what a believer cannot earn by deeds, he receives freely as he releases his faith in God. 
This faith released expresses itself in a desire to be freed from sin. In complete trust that Christ has redeemed mankind and in obedience to God's command. So there, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also by Jesus Christ also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Amen? Now, this information is not new to most of you. We've been talking about it piece by piece, gradually, over a long period of time. We've been on the air over 12 years, and we've been talking about this subject, how it is that we come into God's kingdom, how it is we have access to the promises of God, how it is we walk in grace, how it is we must needs be have faith. Amen? Amen. Very good. So let's visit Genesis chapter 15, verse 6. Genesis chapter 15, verse 6. Because in this verse, we see God demonstrating what we just mentioned. Amen. In this verse, in Genesis chapter 15, Verse 6, we see the demonstration of what God has also done for most of us. Amen? Amen. Genesis chapter 15, verse 6, speaking of Abraham, and he believed in the Lord. He believed in the Lord. And he counted it to him for righteousness. He released believing in the Lord. And thereby, it was attributed to his account as righteousness. Okay. So now if you're in the third grade and you're going... God, I don't know what she just said. Okay, here it comes. I'm going to put it on on third grade. Okay. Jesus Christ has all the money in the world in his bank account. All of it. He's got it all. But you don't have any. You don't have anything in your account. Not even in a piggy bank. But you go to him. And you tell him that you believe in him and that you want him to be your God and you want him to live in your heart and you want to come to live with him in heaven when you leave the earth. 
Well, when you do that, then all the things that Jesus has in all of his closets, in all of his storage places, in all of his accounts, all of those things, now you have access to them. You can have them too. All right? So that's sort of what happened between Abraham and God. Abraham believed in the Lord. He believed in God. And so his account went from nothing to full. If you understand, I think the Holy Spirit will help you. Amen. So now, for all the big children, that's what happened. We came to God bankrupt with nothing. We had nothing to offer. I mean nothing. We came dragging our sin, our corruption, and all of the rest of it. We had nothing to offer him whatsoever. But when we came to him and obeyed the command of God to believe in the Lord, everything changed. We're no longer broke. We're overflowing in God's blessing. Amen? Amen. So Romans chapter 4, Romans chapter 4, beginning with verse 3. Romans chapter 4, beginning with verse 3. Romans chapter 4, beginning with verse 3. For what saith the scripture? What does the scripture say? What's it say in the Bible? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness, for right standing, right relationship with God. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Now, in verse 4, when it talks about him that worketh, you've seen these people. Yes, you have. They walk up and down the street trying to tell you about their educational system. Saturday, outside the doors of the corner store or wherever you are, And they want to hand you their little magazine, their pamphlet. And you know what they are, okay? You know who I'm talking about. They're trying to earn their way in. Saints, you can't do that. It doesn't work. It will never work. All of our own righteousness is as filthy rags before God. They don't meet his standard of holiness. We can't make ourselves good enough for God. We have to humble ourselves and receive the truth that he received us as we were, sinners before an angry God. He received us as we were when we came to him and humbled ourselves and asked him to forgive us and to come live in our hearts and be our God and save our souls. 
whatever we were, he washed our sins away. We have to choose to believe the truth and to honor the truth. Amen? We have to learn to believe the truth, develop a love for the truth, and honor the truth. Amen. The scriptures tell us that Abraham believed God, and that is why God canceled his sins and declared him not guilty. So you say, but didn't he earn his right to heaven by all the goods he did? Now, saints, there are still people that think they can earn their way to heaven. It doesn't work that way. There are lots of cults, C-U-L-T-S, that believe that, and they are all wrong, every single one of them. It cannot be done. There is nothing that humankind, as corrupt as we became, can do to earn your way to heaven. You cannot earn this. You cannot earn the born-again experience. You cannot earn the Holy Spirit. It cannot be done. Amen? Amen. No saint being born again is a gift. Being born again is a gift. It is a free gift. If a person could earn it by doing certain deeds and trying to be good, then salvation would not be a free gift from God. Amen? Yet it is. It is given to those who do not work for it. For God declares sinful people to be good in his sight if they live in faith Christ to save them from their sin nature, corruption, and God's wrath against sin. You see, saints, now particularly if you are Jewish, the law could not make it possible for anyone to receive the Holy Spirit as it happened on the day of Pentecost. All of the law that the Jewish people learned to observe, none of it, not any of it, not one bit could earn them what happened in the upper room on the day of Pentecost. Amen? Nor could the law bring perfection. Nor could the law do the working of miracles. Amen? Think about this. The persons which are of faith are blessed 
with Abraham. He was justified, and we just talked about what justified means. He was justified by faith in God. He was made right by God by his belief in God before he was circumcised. And approximately 400 years before the law was given. He he came, he, he received what he needed from God before Moses was ever born. Amen? This being true, then the law as Jesus, excuse me, as the Jews know it, is not mandatory for salvation. You see, one of the big problems that the early church faced was that the Jews thought that the Gentiles had to become Jews before they could get saved. But Peter and Paul had to help them to see the truth that they had struggled to do everything that the law requires, and they still couldn't get it done. They still couldn't get it. They still failed at it. And we talked about this not too long ago, Peter going to Cornelius' house. Why? Because once the blood of Jesus was shed for everybody's sin, then the door was now open. The way was now made for the Gentiles, the rest of the world, who didn't know very much about the Jewish people's faith, their opportunity came open to them to receive Jesus Christ too and to receive the promise of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. So think about this. Think about it. Mull it over in your thoughts. Think about this. The persons which are of faith are blessed with Abraham. He was justified by faith in God before he was circumcised. And somewhere around 400 years before the law was ever given. All right. Right standing with God was placed in Abraham's account. It was taken from Jesus' account. That's where he got it from. He got it from Jesus. Amen. Now it is in the account of the believer in Jesus Christ. Amen. All who seek salvation by the works of the law are under the curse because it is impossible for them to keep the law and come up to its standards. The law pronounced all, everyone, cursed who would not continue 
in all things that are written in the book of the law to do them. They had to do absolutely positively everything perfect all the time and never mess up. Well, that didn't happen. There were years that they didn't even they didn't even celebrate Passover. And when they finally kind of got themselves back together enough to, for the um, priest to be sanctified and this one to be fixed and this one and get all the stuff together, then the person that was in charge had to pray that God would forgive them because they didn't have it all together. They'd done their best, but they still hadn't done it all. Amen? Let's go to James chapter 2. James chapter 2. James chapter 2. Amen. James chapter 2 says this important thing. For whosoever, verse 10, James chapter 2, verse 10. For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point is guilty of all of it. They hadn't done any of it right. So you see, if you were going to depend on your ability to keep the law, all those ordinances and statutes and commands and all the sacrifices and everything and do it all perfect and just right, you're going to land right on your face because you're going to flop and fail. But you see, that is something that they had to understand by experience. Amen? The Jewish people had to understand by experience. Their own failure had to speak to them, just as our own failures speak to us. This means that all of the things of the law must be practiced if one is under the law. If you're under the law, it means you can't ever mess up. You can't ever have a lapse. You can't ever make a mistake. You can't ever get anything wrong. Who can who can keep that up their whole life long? Who can do that? Humans are frail and weak and vulnerable, and foolish. And that's the truth. Amen? And not just the Ten Commandments. Not just the Ten Commandments. But all the rituals, all the feasts, all the sacrifices, and all of the things that are written in the book of the law. Every last one of them. First of all, could they even remember all of that? So, let's go to Romans. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Romans chapter 8, 
verse 28. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Amen. When God said all things, he meant it. And that includes the most painful disappointments and hurts that you could ever face in life. There isn't anything so terrible that has happened to you that God cannot make it work together for your good. And there have been some horrific things that have happened to people. Amen. Our Father is an absolutely beyond genius at turning negatives into positives, burdens into bounty, ashes into beauty, darkness into light, and death into eternal life. He does that. He's the only one who does. This he proved in the beginning when he took, turned it into a magnificent universe. God is powerful. We underestimate him too much. Amen. Think about that. Think about that. In Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 5. Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 5. Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 5. Nevertheless, the Lord thy God would not hearken unto Balaam. The Lord thy God turned the curse into a blessing unto thee. Why? Because the Lord thy God loves thee. That's our God. When you allow the Holy Spirit to unveil for you Numbers chapter 22 through 24, you will begin to see what Deuteronomy chapter 23 verse 5 really does mean. In Numbers, we see Balaam the prophet trying to call down enchantments on Israel. At the king of Moab's request, 
With each attempt, Balaam was thwarted in his witchcraft and instead received a true message from God, told the ultimate victory that Israel would experience. God once spoke to a friend of mine and said, this is what he said, I always do that. I always turn every curse into a blessing in the lives of my people. One of the examples of this promise is found in the life of Joseph. Joseph had a very interesting life, and most of it he didn't have any control over. You know, for those of you who feel the necessity to be in control all the time, and God has been trying to teach you for the longest that you are not in control, you know, you know who you are. And to micromanage the Holy Spirit, and it doesn't work. As long as I've been talking about that, you're still at it. You should retire. It would help. Amen? God is God all by himself. God is God all by himself. He didn't need us to create the galaxy. He did it. So why do we think? that we have to help him run our lives. Why do we think that? I do believe that he can do a better job than we have done. Amen? I firmly believe that he can do a far better job than we have done. Amen? As much as we think we've done a bang-up job, I think we need to take a back seat to God. Amen? You know, you see these uh, tags and bumper stickers, God is my co-pilot. No, maybe that's the case for you, but God is not my co-pilot because I'm not sitting in the pilot's seat. He is. Amen. (laughs) Amen. And that's just the way that is. Praise God. So one of the examples of this promise is found in the life of Joseph, who became second in command to Pharaoh in Egypt. He went from Hebrew slaves. to second in command to the greatest empire in the world at that time. Now, think about that. 
up until the moment that Joseph came into Pharaoh's presence, he had a lot of issues going on. He had a lot of issues. A lot of people had done him dirty, starting with his own family members. Amen. This was beyond sibling rivalry. This was downright hatred and cruelty. And some of you have experienced similar types of things, where the very members of your family turn against you like an army. And they want to cast you out of the family. And eventually they do. Hmm. Amen. You don't have to say much. I know. Amen. Eventually, they do just that. They kick you out. They, you know, they do this um, perfunctory kind of put on in front of other people. But everybody knows the truth. They don't want to have anything else to do with you. Amen. It's just a show. Amen. Joseph experienced several curses in his journey in the will of God. In his journey in the will of God. Number one. First of all, he had to endure the jealousies of his siblings. Their envies, their jealousies. You see, when when flesh perceiveth that the Spirit of God is somewhere near you, they lash out at you. It's, it's coming. It's going to be unexpected, ugly, nasty, and you just have to bear with and forgive. You sit back and say, can you believe they did that to me? Uh, yes, they did. And then somebody will tell you, oh, it's just their demons. No, it was not just their demons. It's their demons and them. Amen. They yielded to those demons. Praise God. So he was cursed. And when he was betrayed by his jealous brethren and sold into slavery and carried into Egypt. They cursed him. That's exactly what they did. You know, many of us have been plagued by these inherited curses that somebody just left for us. They didn't ask us if we wanted it. Also, he was cursed when he was falsely accused of making advances toward Potiphar's wife and thrown into prison. He didn't do it, but he went to prison and served time. He became a criminal. In the eyes of everyone else, he was just a Hebrew slave that became a criminal. He was cursed when, while in prison, 
he was using God's gift to help the chief butler and the chief baker. And they made a promise to him to help him when they got out. Well, the minute they got out, they forgot all about him, just like he never existed. Yet God used all of these apparent curses to weave his will and purpose into the lives of Joseph and his family. Even those, even those who use their envy and cruelty to mistreat him. So, what are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying this. This is the conclusion of this matter. God turns curses into blessings because he loves us. In John chapter 3, verse 16, he says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. All right? God makes all things work together for our good because we love him. Amen? You see, Satan has made a Halloween curse. Well, God will turn it into a blessing when we act in his love and give out these tracts to the kids. So, saints, let's overcome evil with good. Amen? Amen. Let's overcome evil with good. Amen? Amen. I know some of you don't like to be reminded about the lack of love from your biological family. Well, guess what? Jesus got rejected by his too, okay? So he gave you a family of other believers that would love you even if they'd never met you. You're not lacking. You're loved. Amen? Amen. Amen. Cheer up. Amen. Cheer up. You have a family and a God who loves you. You have a father. If your biological father rejected you, you've got a father who loves you. You always wanted the perfect older brother. Well, you've got him now for sure. You've got brethren of every hue that God created, every color, every race, every nation, every tongue. There are people all over the world who love God and love you because you're a part of the body of Christ. Cheer up. Amen. Better days have already come. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. 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 
Amen. Praise God. Amen. So, we've got what we need. We've got what we need. Your brother died and left you. My brother died and left me. I'm fine. He's home with Jesus, and I'll be there after a while. What about you? Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're going to pass on the love. That's what we're going to do. Amen? Amen. I believe that's what the Lord would have us to do, to pass on the love. So I'm going to area code 763, area code 763, and you're on the air now in Jesus' name. Hello? Amy. Hello? Oh, hi. Yes. Hi. Can you hear me? If you talk right into it, I can. It'd sound better. You need to, there's something you need to turn off or mute or do something so you come out clear and not garbled. Hello? That's it. Can you hear me? All right. Yes, I hear you. All right. I need to walk somewhere where I can. Oh, what were you saying? What do you want us to pray about? I want you guys to pray for my current situation, taking care of my family and my mental health. Mm. Could you give us a few more details? My mental health is not the best right now. I'm always worrying. And I'm just trying to figure out the next steps in my life and how to be independent. And then with my family, I love my family so much, but currently with me taking care of them is not the best for me. (laughs) Like I'm just, I can't do what I need to do or what I want to do. I just feel like, even though I like helping my family, I love helping my family, I just feel like I can't do or achieve what I need to do. Okay. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? 23. Okay. All right. Well, let me tell you something about all this worrying that you're doing. First of all, it's a sin. To worry? Yes, it is a big sin. That's right. Oh, I did not know that. Yes, it's a huge sin. It is a sin. You see, when you came to Jesus, You turned your life over to him. He's in charge now, not you. You're not in charge anymore. Okay? You are not in charge anymore. Just get out of the driver's seat because you don't have any business being here. 
Amen. 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 So since you're not in control anymore, it's not your place to plan your life. Now is it? No, it's not. Thank you. So get out of his seat. It's his chair, not yours. All right. Okay. Now. Yes, I will do that. Good. I'm glad to know that. Now, you need to understand something, that Christians aren't supposed to worry ever under any circumstances. He says, take no care. Brother Marshall, would you put that in the chat room for her? You know exactly what that scripture is. You quote it so much, it's not funny. Take no thought. That's what it says. Thank you. Take no thought. Take no thought. You know what take no thought means? No, I don't. Yes, you do. Well, just just not to think about any, just not to think. Well, where are we? Hello. I told you you knew. <laughs> You're trying to tell me you don't know? You do know. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Write this down. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. This is Jesus talking. Take no All thought right. for your life. What you shall eat what you shall drink, nor yet for your body put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment, more than clothes? Amen? Amen. You're not supposed to be worrying. You're supposed to have turned your life over, and from that point forward, you are receiving instructions from God. As you read the word and study the word, he will speak to you. He will prompt you to do certain things at certain times. And the Bible says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. It does not say that your steps are ordered by you. You're in violation. Ah, all right. God's supposed to be running your show, not you. So, if presently he has you helping your family, then what you're supposed to do is put the entire situation into his hand and ask him to do his will concerning all of it. But you see, first, you must be willing to do his will and not what you think you ought to do. Mm-hmm. I know. I know, I know. You can't be calling what? the shot. 
That's what Lord means. When you made him Lord of your life, he's in charge of your life. He's your master. You're his servant. Amen. I'm writing. Amen, amen. I'm writing it down. So all of your entire future, from now till you get through the pearly gates of heaven, are under his direct control. Your responsibility to get out of the way and let him do it. Trust him. He knows what he's doing. I believe it. Okay. You have a All right. one, you're just you're just twenty three. You can have a wonderful life if you don't try to get in God's way. All right. <laughs> Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we lift our sister before you. She's learning about the word of God. She's learning what you want her to do. She's learning all these new things that she never knew before. Because before she was in the world's plan, plan they have. Well, I'm supposed to do this, and I'm supposed to do that, and I'm supposed to, and I'm supposed to, and I'm supposed to. And my parents said, I need to do this and I need to do that. She's never heard what you want from her. So, Father, we ask you to have mercy upon her, to comfort her heart, to teach her to depend on you and to trust you and to honor you with obedience and to allow you to take over her life and to lead her in paths of righteousness for your namesake, to order the very steps of her life and the path that you have for her success and well-being. God wants you to have life and that more abundantly, but you get that following close to him. Amen? Amen. You know, you've seen the animal shows on TV. And when the baby elephant or whatever the animal happens to be is born, they hang right up under their mom. They're close by her. They don't go taking off flying over here. Well, today, I think I'll do. No, they don't do that. They stick close by their mom. Well. You're supposed to stick close to Jesus. The Bible says that the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God, by the Holy Spirit. He will help you to know when he wants you to do something. Amen? Amen. Well, just what do I do? Just spend my life just getting up every day and praising the Lord and praying and study in your word, and if you have a job, go to your job. And whatever you have to do, you say, Lord, let me know when I'm supposed to do something different. And he will. And he will. He's done it for everybody else that's up here. And he'll do it for you too. 
Amen to that. Amen, amen. So all that pressure that you've been putting on yourself and all those unrealistic expectations that you have of yourself, you can hand them right over to Jesus and take your hands off of them. Amen? Amen. <laughs> it's going to be soon. This is your adventure with God. All right? Yes. So I take authority, dominion, and power over all that worry and all of that stress. I bind it in the name of Jesus Christ, and I command it to leave you now and never return in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, now take a deep breath and cough all of that out. Let it all go. Let every bit. Take a deep breath and cough from your gut and let it all come out. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. All of that worry and stress and trying to figure it out and trying to know the answers and with no directions yet, no instructions yet. Amen. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for the peace of God ruling and reigning in her heart and mind. Amen. Amen. Now take a deep breath and let the Holy Spirit fill those empty places where you, you had all that worry and stress and fretting. That's not God's will for us to be all in a ball and in a knot. He wants us to experience joy and peace. Amen? Amen. Amen. We love you. Call back Amen. again. All right. <laughs> love you too. All right. Have a good night. Good night, dear. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Area code nine zero three. You're on the air in Jesus' name. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for taking my call, and I really enjoyed your sermon. And I did some coughing when that other lady coughed too, because my sister-in-law passed away on August the twentieth, and it just seems like I don't know. We had a lot of problems with her death, and uh, of course I wasn't involved in it, but it was a kind of a wait. She was, in, you know, estranged from her husband. And anyway, uh, I need prayer for my mind. It's just like it's been very, very hard to think and remember, and especially mm-hmm. thinking. And it comes and goes. I feel a lot of praying, a lot of warfare. And then also fell on my back in the bathtub and hit my head and my back and Still got pain from that, and I need uh, wisdom to know whether to continue going to the chiropractor or go to a medical doctor to get x-rays. You need to go to a medical doctor, dear. Okay, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. You need to yeah, go. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know me. I dread that because 
Anyway. No point. Because no point in dreading. Jesus will go with you. I know. That's what he's he told it, girl. He's right there with us. Yes. Yes. All right, Father, well, in I the name talk. of Jesus Christ. Yes. We plead the blood of Jesus over our sister. We take authority, dominion, and power over the confusion yes. in the family, the hurt, the grief, yes. the suffering, the agony, yes. and the anguish, yes. and the stress. Yes. We bind it all in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command it to come yes. up and out of our sister right now. Go into the spiritual case and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Every bit of it, come out. Everything that came. You heard about the situation in the shop. Oh, all the spirits that entered in with the shock, with the surprise, with the what do we do about this now, and all the other feelings that came. We take authority, dominion, and power over all those thoughts that flooded in in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every single one of them in Jesus' name. Get out of her body. Get out of her body. Get out of her body. Get out of her body right now in the name of Jesus. The confusion that she suffered when she fell in the bathtub, you're bound in Jesus' name. Come out of her. Get out. Get out. Get out now. And don't you ever come back in Jesus' name. Ringe de la brosa la de Josura la de aquí a regue de reci. Ringe la brosa la braca cura. Ringe de la brosa. Come out of her spine. Come out of her back. Come out of her muscles. All those soft tissue injuries. You're bound in Jesus' name. All the pain. All the inflammation. All the swelling. All the pinching of the nerves. You're bound in Jesus' name. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. All of it. Come out right now. Come out in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for releasing your angels. The fear of getting back in the bathtub. You're bound in Jesus' name. The fear of falling again. You're bound in Jesus' name. Come on out of her. Every injury. All inner bruises. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Woo. Thank you, Lord. 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 Father, we thank you for healing the brain and healing the mind. In Jesus' name. Yes. In Jesus' name. Yes. Thank Thank you, Lord. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, 
You need yes. to get some R-E-S-T. Some what? R-E-S-T. Oh, okay, okay. I got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That helps a lot. I know I've had yes. a few concussions in my life. And yes. they'll leave okay. you feeling dizzy. Yes. Because, see, your body has a mechanism built in that when you become injured, it starts the repair work immediately. But you have to cooperate with the process. And many times that means you can't do, you can't go full force into doing your errands and this and that and the other like you were doing before. You've got to slow down and rest and allow God to do his work in you. Amen. 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 We love you. Put your prayer request in the global prayer room, and we'll keep praying. Amen. Okay. All right. Thank you so very much. God bless. You're welcome. God bless you. Area code 786. You're on the air in Jesus' name. Hi, Pastor. Good evening, and hello to everybody. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm I'm actually really good, and I'm calling to give a testimony. All right. How are you doing? I'm blessed. I know, and I love it, and I'm so happy that you're teaching the rest of us how to be blessed and to maintain it and to share it with others. Thank you. Share your testimony. All right. So I was prompted to do it during the last sermon. Excuse me, I have to ask my son to turn you down in the other room because it's distracting me. Okay, thank you. So you were teaching us, and you had quoted from Romans 5.5, and hope maketh not ashamed. And I have just been having that experience. And so I pressed one, but the Lord didn't want me to share that night. But I was waiting, and then you started to go in talking to the lady who had the issue of blood, and you're really expounded talking about how she was incredibly weak and likely using the walls of her home to get by and all of this. And, Pastor, this has been my life, you know, like using the chair, you know, trying to honestly, like asking Holy Spirit, how do I maneuver here? How do I compensate? What do I use? And this past Sunday, we were out to dinner. My husband went to get the car. I couldn't get up from the table. <laughs> like, I know God is healing me and giving me abilities and strength in places where I haven't had it. But then sometimes this other stuff happens. And, you know, I am trying to get up. I knock the table a little bit. I spill water all over the place. All that to say, I wasn't anything like I would have been in the past. I wasn't suddenly hard and, like, super controlling with my son and embarrassed and freaking out that witches were working against me or any of this other stuff. I was just different, and I, I thank God for it. And then the next day, we were in a new home, and we went to go and check out the pool, my son and I, and I couldn't get out of the pool. <laughs> I, well, actually, I had to ease myself into the pool in a way that, you know, maybe people would say is like what a child would do or something like this, but I had to sit on the side and get myself in, and I did, and then I realized that what seemed to be the easier way to get out was not going to work for me, like the the distance of things and all, it just was going to work against me, so the way I needed to get out, and I talked to the Holy Spirit about it, was to go on the the railing, you know, it's kind of like a ladder on the side of the wall, and Alexander had to hoist my hiney up. And then I had to crawl, you know, like as ladylike and in Christ as possible, I had to crawl a few yards to 
the um, beach chair where I can then, or the pool chair, the lounge chair where I can then lift myself up. And all this to say, I mean, this is something where, oh, I'm ashamed. And in the past, I would front and all of that. But no, look at God, I'm super happy. I know I'm being healed. And I'm not embarrassed. I have the joy of the Lord. It's absolutely my strength. I bind all reinforcements and attacks for this testimony in Jesus' name. And then yesterday, this is the last leg of it, everyone. God bless you all. I went to a chiropractor because God had been speaking to me that he wanted to work on my lower, my lumbar spine to open things up, to enliven the nerves and therefore give ability to muscles and intestines and, and different things. And it's just right. The young man who is the chiropractor, um, he believes that I can change. And it's just, I have hope. And so there's no more shame. And since then, God is already showing me, yep, use your muscles this way. I'm waking you up, core outward. And it's just fantastic. All that to say, um, if you feel moved by Holy Spirit, of course, please bless my muscles and the development of them believe it or not having muscles and muscles at work has been a foreign concept to me all of my life and I haven't accepted that as my identity and I want that because I know it's real in, in God and anyhow that's all God bless you and thank you well I'm glad you did all that <laughs> God is strengthening your core you've come a very long way look at it you've come a long way yeah, especially my personality and my, my thoughts. Yes, yes. But see, God started on the inside. When you got Amen. baptized, he showed you your miracle. See, he is the God of hope. He gave you hope that day. You walked Belief, normal yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. You've already seen and experienced your miracle. Now you have to go back and be built up from the inside out. Yes. And all the other hindrances that you have had to be worked out of you. And you had to go with the process the way God wanted to do it, not the way you wanted to do it. Amen. So, see, you've come a very long way. Praise God. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, faith works by love. And we love our sister. Dearly we love her. And, Lord, we ask you to strengthen her muscles. We ask you to deal with all the muscle fibers in her body. He says, take a deep breath and call. Come on out, all of it. The whole root bone. Out. 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 In Jesus' name. Leviathan, we untwist you in the name of Jesus. 
We cut off your heads. We cut off your heads with the sword of the spirit. We break your death robe. We pull off your shield. We break your head. We put your fire out. Get out in Jesus' name. Her anymore. We disconnect you from the other demons that you're stealing power from. We isolate you. And we command you to come out now in the name of Jesus and never return. Come on out. The whole roof will get out in Jesus' name. Come on out. And all the spirits that have supported it, come out in the name of Jesus. I bind your support. I cut you off from drawing power and support from other demons in the atmosphere. In Jesus' name. You each into the spiritual cage in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for releasing the angels to do their part in Jesus' name. Get out of her. Get out of her in Jesus' name. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise, Lord Jesus. We give you praise, glory, and honor. All the way out in Jesus' name. Don't you choke her. Make yourself microscopic and come out in Jesus' name. All that shame and guilt you're bound, leave in Jesus' name. Come on out. All that inflicted shame and guilt, get out now in Jesus' name. Immobility bound in Jesus' name. In him we live and breathe and have our being. Uh In him we live and breathe and have our being. Amen. Fire of God, thank you for coming to burn out everything that's not of the... Thank you, Holy Spirit. And Father, we ask you to take all of these deliverances from tonight to completion in the name of your Son, Jesus. Holy Spirit, we ask you to come and fill these empty places. Hallelujah. Fire of God, burn it all out in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, <laughs> Yeah, I got it in the middle of the
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You're a good God. Amen. You're a good God, Lord. Thank you. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. And hope maketh not a shame. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Saints, keep praying for your sister. She needs your encouragement. We all need each other. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for what you've done tonight thus far. And now we are lifting and requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the U.S. Southern Command, Southcom, canceled on-base showings of the film Sound of Freedom because the plans accidentally violated a Department of Defense regulation. And the command does not plan to reschedule the showings. A spokesperson told the Daily Caller. In August, Southcom nixed two free showings at U.S. Army Garrison Miami of the movie, which depicts anti-child sex trafficking operations in areas within Southcom's responsibility, according to the screenshots of emails obtained by the DCNF. The showings had been planned for August 28th and and October 19th. Southcom initially said copyright issues required the base to cancel the showings, unknowingly violated the Army's own rules when initially reaching out to the film's creator, Angel Studios, for a copy of the film. Army Colonel Emmanuel Ortiz, a Southcom spokesperson, told the DCNF on Tuesday. In soliciting the film, the command violated a regulation that states only a separate DOD organization, the Army and the Air Force Exchange Services, is allowed to obtain movies from distributors for showing on Army, Air Force, or Space Force garrisons, Ortiz said. Um, That organization has sponsored free showings of feature films in the past, including a May showing of the superhero flick, The Flash, at five military bases, a DOD media release shows. When we reached out directly to Angel Studios, seeking to obtain a copy of the film for a free screening, we did so outside of this regulatory requirement, Ortiz said. To avoid establishing a legally unsupportable precedent and ensure compliance with the guidelines outlined in the aforementioned regulations, we have decided to cancel both showings and will not see and will not schedule screenings of theater release or platform hosted based hosted films, he added. Sound of Freedom played at AAFES operated theaters on Army and Air Force 
installations beginning in early August. Julie Mitchell, AAFES Vice President for Marketing, explained to the DCNF on Wednesday. But AAFES does not operate a theater at Army Garrison, Miami, she said. Republican Senator Marco Rubio of Florida sent a letter to Southcom on September 13th expressing his concern with regard to the cancellation of two planned showings of Sound of Freedom and urging Southcom to move ahead with the screenings while reporting suggests that Southcom unexpectedly canceled the movie due to concerns about copyright infringement. I'm aware that its producers in the studio have communicated that this is not an impediment for the movie to be shown at Southcom to service members and their families, Rubio said in his letter. As such, since the concern which led to the cancellation has now been addressed, I urge you to rectify this situation and ensure that the screenings of the film be rescheduled without delay, Rubio said. As the producers and distributors of Sound of Freedom have consented to screening the movie at Southcom, there is no issue with copyright infringement claims, Rubio wrote. Southcom has encouraged families to see the film at local theaters. The emails announcing the cancellation showed. However, Angel Studios' agreement to allow the film showing does not change the fact that Southcom acted outside of its own regulations, Ortiz explained. Angel Studios did reach out to AAFES about showing the film at Southcom installations in July, and AAFES did not object, Mitchell told the DCNF. The command's decision to cancel the movie screenings at its headquarters does not impede other available access to the film. This decision does not in any way reflect or imply an official opinion or viewpoint regarding the film or its production studio, Ortiz told the DCNF. We encourage any film studio interested in proposing a future film screening to do so by contacting AAFES, Ortiz said. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications and such in Jesus' name. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning how do you know that you are not dealing with the facts but with a scam? Nick Hudson has a really simple answer. If there are three things happening, then you know you are dealing with a scam. If something is presented as a global crisis, admitting only global solutions and in an environment where dissenting voices are canceled, if those three things are present, global crisis, global solutions, censorship of dissenting voices, then you are definitely dealing with a scam, no exception. Nick Hudson, an investor and entrepreneur from South Africa, is an actuary by education and profession. He is also a critical thinker with a large network of contacts, a wide readership, and a wide range of interests. Hudson is chairman of Pandemics Data 
and Analytics, which has established an April 2020 as a fact-based analysis of policies imposed in response to the COVID pandemic. Pandemics Data and Analytics, also known as PANDA, has grown to become a research think tank that publishes on a broader range of topics or exposes scams that require public attention. Last week, he discussed the similarities between the COVID and the climate change narratives and to give his thoughts on modern-day fascism. When the so-called COVID crisis began, he started to critically assess the related numbers as soon as in 2020. He told Haynes Sarr, host of Freedom Research, that looking at how national governments were responding to the disease outbreak, he felt something was terribly wrong. I was looking at the data and coming to a completely different conclusion from what was being said in the media by the government and public health circles. And I was battling to sleep. It was weighing on me heavily. And then a friend of mine said that as long as you stay silent, you won't be able to sleep. And then I decided to speak out, he said. Couldn't he just trust the science as many others were told to do and did? Hudson said that the science has nothing to do with trust. Hmm. Science is about hypothesizing and making a critique of these hypotheses. It is about respecting differences of opinion and debate. If there is none or if it is suppressed, it is not science. It is religion. Now, I want to remind you at the beginning, there was this very uh, petite little lady. I forgot what her name is. Forgive me, Lord. Brother Marshall might remember. I forgot her name. And she came out and said, this is a religion. And she alluded to the fact that it was a cult. Put her in jail. Yes, they did. They put that little lady in jail. Perhaps trusting the science in his words means something like this. Participating in a religious cult. Methods such as locking down the society. And later, similarly, the vaccine and mass mandates used to combat the spread of the virus under the guise of science had nothing to do with science, Hudson pointed out. It was clear from the start that our public health people and the World Health Organization and the Bill Gateses of the world were speaking absolute nonsense. They weren't rooted in science. They weren't rooted in the scientific method. They were propelling a narrative that suited them for a variety of reasons, both commercial and political, he said. On the other hand, now I keep telling you that Bill Gates is a eugenicist and his dad was too. You can't not factor that in, saints. Amen? On the other hand, most people still agreed with those totally unscientific methods, stripping them of their personal freedom. 
Hudson is not very surprised. Propaganda has proved effective throughout our history, he said, and it doesn't blame people for submitting to it. The majority of people just go along with what they are told. A more interesting question is why did governments adopt a set of policies that were so obviously harmful at a population level? It was their decision to embark on the propaganda exercises and the behavioral science manipulations that they used to put people in this position of supporting lockdowns and mass mandates and injection mandates and all of this nonsense that is called sin, he said. Hudson also discussed misinformation. Misinformation doesn't mean you say something false. It means that you say something that contradicts an authority which is a fundamentally unscientific notion, he said. In other words, their eye preventing misinformation is censorship. Censorship, which Hudson has experienced personally. Regarding climate change, he said that we are being presented with, a, with simplistic models of global warming similar to the ones used for COVID. To take the notion of systems as complex as a society or the global climate being analyzed using spreadsheets or rudimentary measurements seriously, and from that build assumptions to control these systems and save us from some imagined disaster. Imagine. Okay, made up, K lie, requires enormous faith. To me, it is to manifestly clear from the structure of the discussion that the climate change crisis is a scam, he said. Remember, I told you about that with Al Gore. Crisis presented as global with global solutions would not work without organizations seeking global control. Although there are several forums which bring political and business elites together, the World Economic Forum is particularly prominent in proposing these global solutions. This intertwining of public and private institutions and organizations reminds Hudson of fascism. An important characteristic of fascism is integration between large corporations and the state. We had examples of this, especially when it came to the pharmaceutical firms, but it is not limited to the pharmaceutical firms. If you look at what the WEF essentially is, it's a meeting where oligarchs mingle with government leaders and craft policies that suit their mutual interests. That is fascism. It's pure and simple as that, he said. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications on all such in Jesus' name. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Last week, cancer genomics expert Dr. Philip Buckholt testified to the South Carolina Senate about the DNA contamination 
found in Pfizer's mRNA COVID vaccine. There are an estimated 200 billion pieces of plasmid DNA in each dose of the Pfizer COVID vaccine, he said. These pieces of DNA are packaged in lipo nanoparticles, basically a synthetic virus, and are delivered into vaccine cells. Philip Bocalt is a professor at the University of South Carolina. He has a Ph.D. in biochemistry and molecular biology and conducts cancer genomics research. What that effectively means is that he and his team are specialists at detecting foreign pieces of DNA in places where they are not supposed to be. On 12 September, he testified before the South Carolina Senate Medical Affairs Ad Hoc Committee on the Department of Health and Environmental Control. The Pfizer vaccine is contaminated with plasmid DNA. It's not just mRNA. It's got bits of DNA in it. Professor Balkart said, a colleague who was in charge of the vaccination program in Columbia, South Carolina, kept all the Pfizer vials, smart person, containing remnants of the contents from the two batches that were used. From the remnants, Professor Bocart sequenced all of the DNA that was in these vials, can see what's in the vaccine, and it's surprising that there's any DNA in there. And you can kind of work out what it is and how it got there. And I'm kind of alarmed about the possible consequences of this in terms of human health and biology, he said. This DNA, in my view, it could be causing some of the rare but serious side effects like death from cardiac arrest. This DNA can and likely will integrate into the genomic DNA of cells that got transferred with the vaccine mix. We do this in the lab all the time. We take pieces of DNA, we mix them up with a lipid complex like the Pfizer vaccine is in, we pour it into cells, and a lot of it gets into the cell. And a lot of it gets into the DNA of those cells, and it becomes a permanent fixture of the cell. It's not just a temporary thing. It is in that cell from now on and all of its progeny from now on and forevermore. That's why I'm kind of alarmed about this DNA being in the vaccine. It's different from RNA because it can be permanent. Based on solid molecular biology, it is a theoretical but reasonable concern that this DNA could cause a sustained autoimmune attack towards that tissue, he said. It's also a very real theoretical risk of future cancer in some people. Depending on where in the genome this foreign piece of DNA lands, it can interrupt a tumor suppression or activate an oncogene, he added. I think it'll be rare, but I think the risk is not zero. DNA is long-lived, Professor Bulkarts explained. What you were born with, you're going to die with and pass on to your kids. Mm-hmm. DNA lasts for hundreds of thousands of years. 
So alterations of the DNA, they stick around. Professor Bulkhart explained that there are a lot of pieces of DNA in Pfizer's vaccine, although some of the 5,000 and 500 base pairs long, most of the pieces are around 100 base pairs. But this is a irrelevant probability of a piece of DNA integrating into the human genome is unrelated to its size. Your genome risk is just a function of how many particles there are, he said. And all these little pieces of DNA that are in the vaccine give many, many thousands of opportunities to modify a cell of a vaccinated person. The pieces are very small because during the process, they chop them up to try to make them go away. But they actually increase the hazard of genome modification in the process. Professor Bolkart's team took all these little pieces of DNA and glued them together, so to speak, to try to establish its source. After putting together 100,000 pieces of DNA, they were able to establish it came from a plasmid that can be purchased online from Agilent, a Californian life sciences company, which was established in 1999 as a spinoff from Hewlett-Packard. It's clear that Pfizer took this plasmid and then they cloned Spike into it, and they used it in a process where you feed an RNA polymer, pol- polymerase, this plasmid, and makes a whole bunch of mRNA copies. And then you take this mRNA and you mix it with the lipo nanoparticle transfection agent, and now you've got your mRNA vaccine. But they failed to get the DNA out before they did this. They did make some effort to chop it up so all of these little pieces of plasma got packaged in with the RNA. That's clear as day what happened just from the forensics of looking at the DNA sequencing. Professor Balkart said he explained that this process was not the same as the process that was in the vaccines used to gain emergency authorization. So there was no DNA in the batches used for the trials before the mass COVID injection campaign. The problem with DNA contamination only occurred when Pfizer scaled up production for the administration of billions and millions of doses to the public after it had gained EUA. Uh, Boy, that's bad. We can qualify. Quantify how much of this DNA is in a vaccine. I estimate that there were about 2 billion copies of the one piece of the plasma that we're looking for in every dose. If you see 2 billion copies of one piece, then there's probably about 200 billion pieces of this plasmid DNA in each dose of the vaccine, Professor Balkart said. The hundreds of billions of pieces of plasmid DNA 
are encapsulated in the lipid nanoparticles so it's ready to be delivered into the cell. This is a bad idea, he said. The DNA is basically packaged in a synthetic virus able to dump its contents into a cell. He recommended that some vaccinated people be tested to see if the plasmid DNA is integrating into their genomes. This harm you can prove. With other vaccine harms, you can be suspicious because of the timing, but you can't really prove it. This one, you can prove it because it leaves a calling card. If you find it in the stem cells of harmed people, it's equivalent to finding a certain type of lead in someone who is now dead. It's pretty reasonable to assume that that's what's costed, he said. So we thank the Lord for his adjudications, the righteous judge for his acute adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. U.S. spies involved in attacks on Cuba had the motive, means, and opportunity to assassinate President John Fitzgerald Kennedy in 1963 and the subsequent investigation was a cover-up run by an ex-CIA director, according to Robert Francis Kennedy, Jr. The impetus for the assassination came from the group of agents involved in the Miami station of the CIA, RFK, Jr. told the independent journalist Tucker Carlson in an extensive interview posted on Twitter on Monday. This group was angry at my uncle for not sending air cover during the Bay of Pigs invasion, and even more so after the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis, Kennedy said. After JFK made a deal to defuse the nuclear crisis with Soviet leader Nikita Khrushchev, he also shut down all the Cuban attacks by Office 66 and these other groups that were harassing Cuba, RFK Jr. added. According to him, the CIA was working together with the mafia, which doesn't surprise anybody, which wanted to regain the casinos and other properties in Havana that were nationalized after Fidel Castro's communist revolution. JFK had wanted to separate the intelligence gathering branch of the CIA from the planning division, RFK Jr. said describing the latter as the ones that assassinate people, fix elections, and overthrow government. Before he could do so, he was assassinated during a visit to Dallas, Texas, on November 22, 1963. I remember that day. The Warren Commission found that Lee Harvey Oswald was the lone gunman who fatally shot the president. Nobody really believes that, okay? At least nobody that pays any attention to anything. Oswald himself did not live to see trial, having been killed inside a police garage by local nightclub owner Jack Ruby, who also supposedly acted alone. According to RFK Jr., the commission wasn't really run by Justice Earl Warren, but by Alan Duller, the long 
running CIA chief that JFK had sacked in November 1961. The evidence was overwhelming that the CIA was involved in the murder and the cover-up, he said in a radio interview in May. The only guy who went to every meeting and looked at every piece of evidence and developed the questions for the witnesses was Alan Dulles. He was running the entire Warren Commission, and he should have been the prime suspect, Kennedy told Carlson, accusing Dulles of secretly communicating with the CIA and J. Edgar Hoover at the FBI. The whole thing was coordinated. Whew, kind of kabuki theater, he added. In 1967, the CIA instructed its Operation Mockingbird asset in the American press, which RFK Jr. described as over 400 senior writers and editors, to dismiss any critics of the Warren Commission findings as what? Conspiracy theorists. You've heard that before. All of the documents related to the JFK assassination should have been declassified by 2017. But the CIA is still sitting on some 4,000 of them, RFK Jr. said, even though everyone involved has long since died. It is a fair assumption that they are not protecting individuals, that they're protecting some institutional interests, he told Carson. RFK Jr. is the son of Robert Francis Bobby Kennedy, JFK's brother and attorney general, who went on to become a U.S. senator. He, too, was assassinated during the 1968 presidential primaries. RFK Jr. is currently challenging fellow Democrat and incumbent President Joe Biden for the party's presidential nomination. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications and such. And we want to thank him that he is the revealer of secrets. Amen. And nobody can stop him in Jesus' name. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Biden administration's Department of Homeland Security on September 21st, that's yesterday, extended and redesignated temporary deportation protections for thousands of Afghan refugees, allowing them to temporarily work in the United States without being deported back to Taliban-led Afghanistan. Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas announced the department is extending and redesignating its temporary protection status program for Afghanistan nationals for 18 months from November 21, 2023, to May 20th, 2025, allowing nationals from that country to apply for protection from deportation and obtain work permits. The department cited the ongoing armed conflict and extraordinary and temporary conditions in Afghanistan that prevent nationals from safely returning as reasons for the protection extension. Today's announcement to extend and redesignate TPS for Afghanistan allows us to continue to offer safety and protection to Afghan nationals who are unable to return to their country, said Mr. Mayorkas. DHS will continue to support Afghan nationals through this temporary form of humanitarian relief. 
The extension will apply to some 3,100 Afghans already in the United States before the Taliban topple the democratically elected government in 2021, and the United States fully withdrew its forces from the country and left behind a whole lot of stuff that belonged to us and people too, as long as they continue to meet the TPS eligibility requirements. The redesignation also extends protections for the first time to another 14,600 additional Afghan nationals or individuals with no nationality who last habitually resided in Afghanistan, who entered the country since Biden administration first approved TPS for Afghanistan in March 2022, who have been continually residing in the United States since September 20th, 2023, and continuously physically present in the country since November 21st, 19, uh, 2023. Seriously? Oh, well. All right. President Joe Biden has often faced criticism over the way in which the United States military withdrew from Afghanistan in August 2021, during which 13 service members and around 170 Afghan citizens were killed in a suicide bombing attack near the Kabul airport. Kabul airport. ISIS Khorasan, also known as ISIS-K, claimed responsibility for the attack. The president has defended the withdrawal, stating that the cost to the United States would have been higher if soldiers had remained in the country amid the ongoing conflict. Overall, roughly 124,000 people were eventually flown out of Kabul during the U.S. military-led evacuation, of which around 70,000 were relocated to the United States under Operation Allies Welcome, according to the Congressional Research Service. Human rights advocates welcomed Thursday's announcement but called on Congress to do more, including passing the Afghan Adjustment Act that would provide those fleeing the country with a more permanent home in the United States. The Biden administration's redesignation of temporary protected status for Afghans honors our commitment to our allies and is a welcome step, said Chris Purdy, Director of Human Rights First Veterans for American Ideals and Outreach. While we celebrate this act of protection for Afghans, we know that they cannot rely on temporary measures to build their lives in the United States. Congress needs to finish the job and give our Afghan allies the permanency they deserve by passing the Afghan Adjustment Act, Mr. Purdy added. Thursday's announcement came one day after DHS said it would allow nearly half of a million Venezuelans already in the United States, including those who illegally entered the country, to apply for TPS and thus being allowed to work temporarily whilst receiving protection from deportation. Much like in Afghanistan, the extraordinary and temporary conditions in Venezuela prevent individuals from safely returning. The department said roughly 242,000 Venezuelans immigrants already have TPS in the United States after it was extended last year until March 10, 2024. Wednesday's announcements of redesignation will extend eligibility to applicants who arrived in the country on or before July 31st this year. Around 472,000 Venezuelans 
currently in the United States may be eligible for protection under the program. Woo! Well, Brother Marshall, and this is the way it is. Amen? This is the way it is. I tell you, Lord, only you can put out forest fires. Brother Marshall. <laughs> That's it. It's better to put it's better to trust in the Lord to put confidence in man. It's better to put trust in the Lord to put confidence in princes. I think it says something to that effect in Psalm 118, somewhere around verse 8. So, Lord, we thank you that that will keep him in perfect peace, his mind is stayed on thee. Thank you that even while we were sinners, Christ died for us, much more than being now justified by his blood, just as if we never sinned. Because why? Because there was someone who had holy, pure blood. Holy, 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 pure blood. The blood of the only creator God, who's from eternity past, who poured out his blood on that tree. He took our cup of cursing on that tree. So, Father, that's how we come boldly before your throne of grace, because of that blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. Just like it says in Hebrews, or is that 12:24, We come before your throne of grace in agreement, according to Matthew 18, 18 to 20, in Jesus' name. Because you said, because if two of you on earth agree as touching anything you ask, it shall be done. Of what? Of the local magistrate? No. It shall be done of our Father, which is in heaven. Thank you for the spirit of adoption, Father. We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, deliver us all. You said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. And you're not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. So we take the cup of salvation and we look to you, Lord. We thank you for the privilege of drinking into one spirit with you, Lord. Because of the Bethesda, because we can't overcome the accuser of the brethren in our own strength. No, the devil, he's called the prince of the power of the earth, the prince of this world. But Jesus already defeated him. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he himself likewise, Jesus himself likewise, partook of the same. He came in the flesh without controversy, because the mystery of God is God was manifest in the flesh. Partook of the flesh that he might destroy him that had, that's past tense, H-A-D, had the power of death that is the devil. He doesn't have it anymore. Jesus has all power in heaven and earth. As we look to you, Lord, we don't have to worry about what's going on down here. We claim all the benefits of Psalm 91 over each of us and all the children, all those in harm's way from whatever they're trying to dream up, trying to control the weather, trying to control people's minds and hearts through uh, psychological warfare or any other thing. And we continue to hold every thought captive and subject to complete obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ and Nazareth as we cast all of our cares, continue and leave them there on the cross. We don't pick them up again. We cast, and help me, Lord, to do so. Help us all to do so. We cast all our cares on you, Lord Jesus, because you care for us. And you triumphed over every single one of those demons. Thrice nailing them there to that cross, triumphing over each and every one of them openly. So, Father, we ask for adjudication and intervention through all these different situations that Pastor Sabrina has just read through. And we thank you for hearing our prayers, Father, for Christ's sake. And we thank you for your mercies that are new every day. We thank you for those that are. Uh, at least on the surface, standing up for the truth about trying to bring out the the movie, trying to reveal the, the pedophilia that's not just the United States, of the United States, there are a lot of consumers. So, Father, what do we do to reverse this ultimately? You said, 
If a nation have any kind of sin, it's an abomination to the Lord. So how do we get rid of it? We have to purify our hearts by faith. And it's not just me. Yeah, I used to look at Playboy. That's way back before they had all the stuff online now. You know, all those things, Father God. And, of course, my dad used to do that. Isn't that interesting? There are generational spirits, Father God. Spirits of lust of flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life. Oh, I, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, I, I can go to heaven and, 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 and look at uh, all this pornography. And, and uh, well, 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 if it was kind of fun to look at somebody's scantily clothes, imagine what it's looked like with nothing on. Imagine what it's like to go after the children. So, Father God, we thank you for exposing what's going on, Father God. And this movie very gently brings it up. It doesn't really rub people's noses in it like if they really found out what's going on. <clears throat> Fat Holiday talked about so many years ago, Father God, talking about Pizzagate and all this stuff, Father God. I had no idea that anything like that was even possible, Father God. <clears throat> even when I went to a, a deliverance ministry, which I didn't even know was a deliverance ministry because they clothed it very gently so it wouldn't offend anyone. Well, we got there, and they just started getting people to repent, and then after people repented, not before. After they gave their hearts to Jesus, not before. Then they cast out the devils. Well, why do you, have, you don't cast out devils out of unbelievers, only out of people who have given their hearts to Jesus, because we need to purify our hearts by faith. So thank you, Father God, for sending your word so that we can be changed, because you didn't just do it for the Jewish people. You do it for every single person. You made of all men one blood. It's not just for the Jews. And it's not just for the the, uh, the the Pentecostals. It's not just for the Baptists. It's for any human being. The people in Afghanistan who got down on their faces in the dust and prayed to the living creator God, deliver me. And there are many of them probably still doing that, Father. And we thank you, Father God, for that brave, uh, who was he? Uh, I forget what he was, a sergeant or something, who after after he was nearly killed, and because his command did not give him the authority to take out the one who's just about to cause the damage to those 13 military people. I think 12 of them were, were in the Marines. Father God, one was in the Navy. Father God, that, 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 that weapon that was sent to destroy them, Father God, he was, he was seriously damaged. But he is a tough man, Father God, for he's such a young man to be so strong. And, oh, my goodness, help us all to be strong, Father God. <laughs> Uh, even as I heard, never, I'm not going to go there right now. But I thought I thought if I got that. Help me, Father, go the way you want. Help me to intercede the way. So if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. He giveth all men liberally. No, we need your wisdom, Father God, to know what to do. And what did you do, Father God? What did you do for the people of Israel when they made some serious mistakes, didn't they? Yeah, they, 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 they knew that the God was real. He got them out of Egypt. He got them through the Red Sea. Oh, Hold your peace and go forward. It says in Exodus 14, 14. How can you hold your peace? Pharaoh's army's charging up behind you. You've got a mountain on either side of you. You've got this huge red sea in front of you. What are we going to do? Where are we going to go? But God. But God. Then, Father God, you said, I'm trying to remember where it is. How many, Lord, to get there? Oh, it's right after the Chronicles thing. It's the little book of Nehemiah. Not that little. And he was what the king's cupbearer. And they were in a serious strait, Father God. They were in a serious strait. Where is that, Lord Jesus? Help me to get there quickly. I think the Holy Ghost to remind me of this. Nehemiah. It's got some good stuff in it, Father God. Nehemiah, chapter 1. I just read three, four verses. Starting verse 3. They said unto me, The remnant that are left of the captivity in the province are in great affliction. Some people feel like they're in great affliction. And reproach. Some people feel reproached. Some of us by our family members. 
and the wall of Jerusalem is broken down. Do we have a southern wall that seems to be broken down? And the gates thereof are burned with fire. Oh, they're letting people flood in. And it came to pass, when I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned certain days and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven and said, I beseech thee, O Lord God of heaven, the great and terrible God that keepeth covenant and mercy for them that love him and observe his commandments. Verse 6, let thine ear now be attentive and thine eyes open that thou mayest hear the prayer of thy servant, which I pray before thee now, day and night, for the children of Israel, and all the people of the world for that matter, Father God, thy, for the children of Israel, thy servants, and confess the sins of the children of Israel, not just the children of Israel, the people who call themselves Christians in the United States, which, which we have sinned against thee. Both I and my father's house have sinned. Did my father have uh, little uh, pin-up things in his workshop? Uh-huh. Did I think that was kind of fun? Uh, you know, my mom and my, my, my older brother used to smoke. I thought, oh, that's cool. And I tried that for a while. I said, that wasn't so cool. And we're not supposed to defile the temple of the Holy Spirit. We're not supposed to set any wicked thing before our eyes. I think it says like something like that in the beginning of Psalm, was it 103? Or was it 101, verse 3? Somewhere in there. But I don't want to set no wicked thing before my eyes. And there's some people that call themselves Christians, uh, and they set all kinds of wicked things before their eyes, not just having to do with, with the pedophilia with uh, perversion and all that. Father, we ask for your divine help and adjudication for all those. We thank you for Senator Rubio standing up to allow the sound of freedom to be sent. We ask for divine intervention for that situation, Father God, with that film being shared where it needs to be shared. Mm. We ask for adjudication, Father God, concerning this person, Nick Hudson, who I never heard about before until just now. Father, we thank you for Sabrina being able to dig and find all these things. And he gives a very clear explanation. I thought it was really astonishing how clear he made it. If, if there are three things happening, then you know you're dealing with a scam. If something is presented in a, as a global crisis, emitting only global solutions in an environment where dissenting voices are canceled, if those things are present, global crisis, global solution, censorship of dissenting voices, then you definitively are dealing with a scam no exceptions. Thank you for people who are able to think outside the box, including those from the medical communities that said, no, this, this isn't right. Why are they canceling uh, ivermectin? It's been safe, it's safer than Tylenol. They've been giving it over the counter in Africa and Europe for many, many, many years. And it's not just effective against uh, viruses, uh, against what is it called? Yeah, no, not, not just viruses. What do they call those things? Uh, parasites. Because some people don't know that some of these things with the plasmids that are in the vaccines might look a whole lot like a lot of the stuff the pharmaceutical industry came up with because they use venoms uh, from nature. They make synthetic replicas of them to do, do things that help people control their blood pressure. Isn't that nice of them? So they, they've been doing this for many decades, Father God. This is nothing new. And, and people who look into it can find out. <coughs> so, Father God, we thank this, this person bringing these things to light. Uh, this fellow from, where is it, South Africa, we ask for your divine help and adjudication that people will have an ability to hear. Give them <coughs> eyes to see, ears to hear, and new and understanding hearts, including the family members of the believers. Because you said, Father, believe in the Lord Jesus and you'll be saved in your household. What is that word there? Saved is sozo in the Greek. In, in uh, Romans, uh, was that 10.13 and Acts 2.21. You be saved, healed, delivered, delivered from mind blindness, spirits, delivered, preserved, and made whole. 
and not just physically, but having their hearts renewed, Father God, mind renewed, Father God, from the people who have been listening to the, they don't know they're listening to the subliminals when they're watching TV. Uh, We heard a story, Pat Holly talking about somebody who listened to a cute little thing from Disney about, um, I forget what it was, not the witch in the world, about something from Disney. Father God, I think Sabrina knows it very well. Uh, and, and Father God, you're able to deliver us all. I've been mind-blinded, too. Uh, there are no exceptions. And many people have been, been well, oh, yeah, the science says this. Well, I, I went to college. I got a degree in biology. Uh, does that make me a scientist? Some people say it does. But Father, I was just looking at the study of life. I didn't know what I was really wanting to look into because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the only way to the Heavenly Father. There's no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. And he, what, did he, how, what did he do to be able to get us to be, be able to go before the Father? He shed his blood. Because without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. So we plead that blood over each one of us, over our minds and hearts, and over our eyes and ears and every access to each one of us, every electronic device, including for us and all of our family members, over every door, every window, around the, every, all four corners of every property, all four corners of every building, all four corners of every vehicle, and around the perimeter of all that pertain to each of us, especially all the eternal souls have ever been a member of each one of our households. Thank you for being a wall of fire round about, and they glory in them. Thank you for glory for defense. Thank you for the angel Lord that encampeth round about them, that fears you, Lord, and delivers them. Because the fear of the Lord really is the beginning of wisdom. So, Father, can we ask you to help all those people to be able to accept what this person from South Africa is trying to clue people in on about coming to the knowledge of the truth. What was her name? Dr. Simone Gold is not only a medical doctor, she's also a lawyer. And she, she got a plea deal, but she ended up in prison for two months because um, she went along with their legal nonsense, Father God. Father God, we know the lawyers, Father God. They they have to obey the, the what is it the, the the King of England. They're they're under the, the, now part of the bar B A R, uh, British something whatever. So Father God, she she didn't know what she was doing. Perhaps maybe her mind was partly blinded too. But we thank you, Father God, for the people that are willing to speak the truth, like this professor that Sabrina read through. It's a great thing that Doctor Sabrina found about all the the um, plasmas that Doctor that professor. Uh, Buckholtz uh, uh, found. And we thank you, Father God, that saying that this is not just subjective. This is like finding uh, uh, lead from a person's gun in somebody who's been killed. So we thank you, Father. This one you can prove because it leaves a calling card. If you find it in the stem cell of a harmed person, it's equivalent to finding a certain type of lead in someone who's now dead. It's pretty reasonable to assume that's what, it, that's what caused it. So we thank you, Father God, for the people that are standing up for the truth not just those from the, the, the doctors that originally stood up against this, this, uh, this uh, mind-blinding spirit causing the false evidence. What is it? Science, false evidence. Was, where was that? It was in, um, it was in first, uh, first Timothy 6.20. Ev- false evidence appearing real or whatever, something like that. There's a, there's a lot of false evidence because Satan is the father of lies. And we thank you, Father God, for giving this uh, RFK Jr. boldness to be able to speak against the CIA. Ooh, he already had his, his, was his, his uncle and his uh, other family member, JFK, was, was assassinated. I remember that well, Dr. Sabrina. I remember exactly where I was. Mm, I remember Margaret in my class. We were dumbfounded when we heard he'd been shot. We didn't know what was going on at the time, and it's taken me many years. And we thank you, Father God, for, for exposing what's going on and keeping him. Give your angels charge over all those that are exposing the truth. A lot of scientists have suddenly died. A lot, of, a lot of people who tried to speak the truth suddenly disappeared, had little accidents. 
uh, suddenly their car brakes failed or something. Father God, they suddenly their their vehicle had some problem or whatever. They quote unquote committed suicide by hanging themselves uh, in some, or something like that, mm, like the pedophile in prison somehow committed suicide. Uh huh. Sure, right. So Father God, we thank you, Father God, for exposing what's really going on, and including the other situations that um, about the Afghanistans, Father God, and all this, Father God. There are many people in Afghanistan, not not the majority, but many people who actually thought the United States was going to not uh, leave them in the lurch, Father God, not to just throw them under the bus, Father God. And and we thank you that this uh, pedophile in the White House or whatever, God, or his handlers, that, that uh, decided to bring this about leaving Afghanistan rather abruptly with a ridiculous amount of equipment handed over to the enemy because they want to make sure our military is not able not able to protect any one of us. So, Father, we ask for divine help and adjudication in every one of these situations. And why should we ask? Because you said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. And you said, the saints will, let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hands, especially the sword of the Spirit to execute vengeance upon the heathen, punishments upon the people, to bind their kings with chains, their nobles with the fetters of iron, to execute upon them that judgment written, dishonor have all his saints. Praise the Lord. Thank you for making us saints. Thank you for making us accepted in the beloved. It's not because of anything we did. It's because of what you did, Lord. And you said in Psalm 92, 9, Below thine enemies, O Lord, below thine enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be Scattered. We ask you to scatter the workers of iniquity, Father God. We bind the spirits trying to cause ungodly fear and mind control. And you said in Psalm 72, 4, He shall judge the poor of the people. He shall save the children of the needy and shall break in pieces the oppressor. We thank you for breaking in pieces the oppressor, like you said in Psalm 72. And you say in Psalm 140, verse 11, Let not it, is that the word I'm looking for, look? Let not an evil speaker be established on the earth. Evil shall hunt the violent man to overthrow him. Well, what is that evil that hunts the violent man to overthrow him? Well, evil is what? It's what's manifest in people's hearts and minds. The people that are controlled by mammon instead of the Holy Ghost. The people that are, called, that are controlled by the spirit of error instead of the spirit of truth. We think of that spirit of evil that's going to overthrow those people that are doing those nasty, nasty, nasty things to your children, Lord, and ask you to save all the children, because we know we're asking according to your will in Jesus' name, because Jesus made it abundantly clear what your will is, Father God. Jesus says in Matthew 18, 14, Amen. 